Hello, and welcome to Leather Talk with Mr. Bullet Leather 2020. I'm your host, Brandon. Well, we have an exciting episode for you today. As many of you can imagine, during this last year, I think a lot of us took some time to stop and pay attention to ourselves in a way that maybe we haven't had the chance to do before. And for some of us, that meant exploring ourselves sexually and maybe even discovering some kinks and fetishes for the first time. Well, our next guest did just that. I'm calling today's episode Kinky During Quarantine, A Young Pup's Journey Through COVID-19. So join me as we speak with a 28-year-old newfound pup from Nebraska who discovers some of his kinky side. Get ready for some more leather talk. Everybody, this is Brandon, your Mr. Bullet Leather 2020, and today we have Pup Xander Woods. Hi, Pup Xander. Hello. <laughs> How's it going? It's going great. For those of us who are, aren't familiar with you, would you please uh, introduce yourself? Hello, I'm uh, Xander Woods. I'm uh, 28, uh, almost going to be 28. I'm 27 right now, um, and I kind of go identify as a male. You know, I, he, him, um, and my sexual orientation. Uh, Loosely is gay. Um, I just, you know, I, I decide who I, you know, want to be with, you know. And, uh, well, as far as uh, how long I've been in the uh, kink, leather community, I'm fairly new. So um, I've started this year and um, it's been uh, treating me very well. Awesome. And the reason I wanted to have you on uh, Leather Talk, and um, <clears throat> I'm calling this episode, you guys, Kinky During Quarantine, A Young Pup's Journey Through COVID-19. <laughs> um, and the reason why we wanted to have Pup Xander on today was because this podcast is about many things. One being bridging together the gaps between the older and the newer generations of leather. And uh, Pup Xander, you have just sort of discovered kink and leather in like the last year. Is that right? Yeah, very true. Um, yeah, it kind of just uh, kind of sprung off a curiosity. Um, and I've always been kind of somewhat aesthetically intrigued by, you know, kind of like kinky material, but I just haven't really got around to uh, really exploring it to myself. I've always been around either friends and having roommates and having other distractions and having time to myself, I could be able to really explore these things. And I really dived into it this year and uh, I'm pretty glad I did. Awesome. And we'll get a lot more into that. Um, before we move forward, I do want to note that you are an adult performer of sorts. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, I, I guess I, I guess I am now. I mean, I'm, I have a uh, OnlyFans. Uh, I've been doing that for a few months now. And uh, I don't know, I, I, I mean, I put content out there on a uh, on Instagram and Twitter and uh, kind of just have to you know, get whatever I want to kind of kind of want to have an idea of what I want to put out there. And it's kind of just like I'm projecting my fantasies of whatever I find kinky and sexy and kind of see what how everybody reacts to it. Awesome. Well, you've had great reactions so far, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but we'll get into that a little bit more. Um, let's talk about your origins a little bit. Yeah. So you said you identify as loosely gay. What does that mean exactly? Do you look beyond physical presentation? Are you more like pansexual or? Um, I can see myself being a little bit more on the pansexual side. I just, it's really hard because I, I don't like putting myself in, bo- in a box. And like mm-hmm. that was kind of like, to, to make it basic, yes, I would say I'm fairly gay. I tend to lean more toward uh, men and men's genitalia more. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that it's, I, I, I still am open to, you know, by how anybody presents themselves. I think that it what makes the, the individual stand out from the others. And it, some people are more driven by the physical features. And yes, that's great. But um, I think that what comes within is a kind of uh, can... Um, it can, know, it can be more sexy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, There's a lot you can do with it. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so do you have, I mean, are you like out to family and friends? Or did you have a coming out story of sorts? Kind of. So this is, a. I'm, I came out very late, I would say, around 23. Um, I So I... I was in a relationship fairly recently. Um, we've been together for for a few years, and before we started to date, date, I was still in the closet, and uh, I really didn't want to hide him at all. So I, I basically, as soon as we started uh, dating, I let everybody know, I was like, "Hey, I am, I'm in a relationship right now, and it may come to you as a surprise, but um." I'm dating a um, someone from the same sex and try to, it, it was difficult because uh, a lot of my friends are, have religious backgrounds mm-hmm. and uh, I was trying the best way to kind of ease the news to them that uh, I guess I haven't been entirely honest with them about other things about my personality that they don't know. But uh, yeah, and I let my parents know and surprisingly they were, they were pretty cool about it and they're just want to be want me to be happy and that's kind of like the underlying kind of thing you you sound like so chill and it sounds like your parents are super chill (laughs) oh yeah they they're pretty laid back well i mean because like uh my mom's she can be really feisty and she's she's kind of uh she's a lot more energetic than me um i get more the the calmness from my dad but uh i think the playfulness is kind of like my mom's side because she's a very puerto rican (laughs) <laughs> okay. Well, I guess that was going to be my next question. Uh, do you come from a religious background at all? And, and what, what is your cultural background? You know, it's a, our, uh, I mean, I've always had somewhat of a religious background just throughout schooling. I would be in private schools and, and everything is mm-hmm. either Lutheran or Catholic. Um, I went to a university that was a Lutheran university. So it's just, uh, I've always had somewhat someone of a connection but it's funny because uh i mean my media family well i would say we're not really uh we don't really practice anything in particular um i know that my cousins and they they can be really you know lutheran or or uh, practice another religious more you know religiously and we're kind of just uh we don't really focus on that as much just our i guess our family more so Okay, and you said your mother's Puerto Rican. What, what about your father? <laughs> my 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 father is a mixture of uh, Mexican, Caucasian, I believe Irish as well. He hasn't really given me a, a clear answer. I'm I'm questioning <laughs> if he does know, but um, <laughs> I, I think that might just lead to me just getting a, 
ancestry.com okay <laughs> so Plug you're uh that. you're you're of the mutt breed in the pup world maybe. yes <laughs> yes very much well so we, we talked about maybe you coming out and everything and your parents they i guess they weren't that surprised um i think they i don't know i, I don't know if, if they were i know my mom was she was uh she's like i Oh, it makes so much sense now, and uh, and I think that it made sense to a lot of even my dad too, because it's funny because I've I haven't been in a relationship until I was open about my sexuality, so it's just been wow. I've always been by myself, and I've never really gone out with a girl. I haven't gone out with a guy. It was just like I was kind of just a. Uh, I don't know. I, I was very much a lone wolf when I was, uh, you know, growing up and in high school and all that stuff. And I was just, this is a lot of pent up, uh, I guess, creativity that I really wanted to explore. And I think it was just like during the pandemic, it was just like, you know, I want to live life to the fullest. I've, I've had enough of kind of just keeping my emotions bottled up and things I want to experience bottled up. And it's just, you know, time to try something new. And hence uh, getting into pup play and leather and all that stuff. Well, it's so funny because as soon as quarantine happened, like a couple months in, I was like, oh, shit, like everyone has an OnlyFans now. <laughs> like... Oh, no. It's getting really popular. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know it existed for a while and quarantine mm -hmm. really made it popular. But um, so let's kind of let, let's go back to maybe I, I want to talk a little bit more about your sexuality. Yeah. When did you discover for yourself that you were attracted to other men oh my gosh i think that a lot of <laughs> a lot of questionable uh cartoons i would say um <laughs> are you talking <laughs> about like the kinky yeah. cartoons like batman and <laughs> oh yeah i mean that was i think that was probably my first kink unwilling like uh, like naturally happened was mm -hmm. you know i was i would be the uh I don't know if, if this would be a trigger kind of a thing. Uh, I would just, uh, I remember I would, I would, I would draw like my, like my favorite anime or my favorite, whatever it would be like either a Pokemon or, or, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Dragon Ball Z. And I would just like put them into like more intimate s scenarios with, with guy <laughs> on guy. And I was oh, like gosh. 12. <laughs> so. I could just see Pikachu right now with like a huge yeah. raging well, it, boner. It, like. it, yeah, it's, it's hard because I mean, the, I mean, the content at the time was still, you know, was out there, and right. uh, also, you know, it, you, you could look at a graphic novel and you just see like Spider Man just like ripped to shreds and just like bulging muscles, and how can you not look at that and be like, wow? Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when uh, Daniel Radcliffe, who plays Harry Potter, like hit puberty and became like a man. I remember. Yeah. Jerking off to him and being like, "Oh my God, Harry Potter's so fucking hot!" <laughs> I know. And he had that. Uh, was it that? I think it was a really a shocker at the time when he came out with his uh, like nude shoot with a oh horse. Oh my God! I think. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, "Oh, Harry Potter." I remember printing those on the family printer, hoping it would print before my family got home. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, what was your, I mean, what was your first sexual experience like? My first sexual experience, uh, I would say it, it would definitely, this will be another kind of a, another trigger kind of moment. Um, I would say that I was in high school okay. and, uh, it was interesting. There was a, there was a guy in my middle school 
who uh, I didn't realize until when I was in high school that he, he was flirting with me all throughout like schooling and stuff. And uh, I transferred schools um, midway in uh, high school to go to a different school, but he was still at the other one. And uh, somehow I think that we were, I think this is when Facebook might've been MySpace was still a thing. I don't think it was, but uh, he, he messaged me out of the blue and I think we started talking and then flirting and then, it just went into like, hey, do you want to come over and like spend a night? And uh, kind of one thing led to another. And that's kind of went more in our little my experimental phase of seeing if I liked what I did. And yeah, I mean, it was actually great. But I don't know if it's necessarily that individual, but just uh, I think I was going down the path that I, I've realized that I'm different than a lot of other my friends because in my area that I lived in, there been hardly anybody was, you know, gay or openly gay it was a fairly masculine kind of a crowd when it came to the guys so it was just uh um, wait so what yeah. happened at this sleepover <laughs> well <laughs> we uh I, re- I remember this this is uh i think there was we we were in the living room we slept in the living room and uh we were playing some game we rented a game and we, we were we're playing off on that and we we're actually we were, we were like you know close to each other like knee to knee kind of thing and uh we, we were already flirting on the uh through text and stuff that was the easiest way for me to communicate besides talking <laughs> but yeah. uh yeah uh, i think we threw it on a movie actually and then we started you know touching each other and uh kind of like one thing led to another we we started to engage um nothing uh beyond uh your your typical bj but that was enough of a uh my first experience i would say so what was it going on through your head when i mean like you sucked his dick yeah okay so like when you put a penis in your mouth for the first time were you like what the fuck am i doing or like what was it like uh well <laughs> well this is it'd be funny I, it wasn't the first one i've had it was <laughs> my own <laughs> oh you can suck your own dick i used to i used to be able to i was very very uh, flexible at the time man <laughs> you know what I, I was i was actually gonna ask you that because uh if, i mean we we can all see your dick if if you pay for it but <laughs> you go on yeah. OnlyFans, you guys uh great uh really long dick and um like i used to be able to suck my own dick too and mine's not nearly as long as yours but Mm. i can just imagine um but it used to take me like 30 to 40 minutes to get like flexible enough stretched Mm. down there to suck my own dick but um so you've sucked your own dick then yeah yeah i i would go about you know halfway uh but that was such a long time ago i stopped and i think that i uh I think ever since that experience, I'm like, well, I guess I don't have to really work for a second my own dick, and I could just try to see if I could meet someone else to suck. But um, yeah, I think that I, at one point I just stopped doing it, and then there's no way close to me doing it again. I can't like I've tried it a few <laughs> times, and like this is gonna take some serious practicing to get back to this, but. No, I I applaud anybody who could still do that uh, skill. (laughs) Well, so it was different then. Did you, when you started having sex with men, uh, did you realize, did you know that you had a nice dick? (laughs) I know that sounds like a weird question, but like, did you know you Um, had a nice dick until you started sucking other guys' dicks and comparing? Yeah, yeah, like comparing and stuff. Uh, 
I would say I have a a fairly, I mean, a good one. I would say, and you know, from a meter of like personally, like a meter to like one to ten, I would say like it's for my liking. <laughs> it's a ten. You know, I think that I've, I, you know, everybody has like, oh, I wish that it was it was a little bigger or or different shaped or more straighter. Or I'm content, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm more than content with your dick size. So, oh, boy, thanks. Um, but because I remember having sex with guys for the first time, and and one guy said, "Oh, you have a really nice dick," and I was like, "Oh," and then I thought, I never thought about my dick before. Like, I yeah. never thought about having a good one or a bad one. I just yeah. thought everyone had one. Well, like when you when they say like your cum tastes great. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, oh, uh, that's 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 a great compliment. Thank you. Um, right, and then you taste your own cum, and you're like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess this is the caviar of cum because I. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I got a compliment. Yeah, I've never been able to eat my own cum because for me, if if another guy's coming in my mouth before I've come, I can mm-hmm. I can it's like I'm into it, but like after I've come. Even if it's like me coming on myself and then trying to like lick my own cum, I just can't do it. It just doesn't. Yeah. The feeling's gone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It it kind of like immediately goes away. It's kind of like after the orgasm, it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) The climax more so. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, So let's talk about some kink in in leather now that we're kind of into that. Um, When was the first time you encountered leather or kink or pup or or whatever it it be? Oh, uh, I have a couple stories. So I could start off with, I think, my first experience, like actually being in a kind of a leather environment um, is uh, started off with leather, leather, actually. uh, um, I've I've played in a few bands after graduating college um, and we'll we've kind of we're in the kind of the music scene in, in, in my area of Nebraska and uh, we get to learn like know everybody who plays in our in our area and one of the artists was a uh, kind of like a industrial electronic kind of like hardcore fella and um, he popped my my uh, leather cherry. My leather cherry <laughs> yeah um yeah it was really cool because he you know comes in with just you know all leather he has a leather jock strap like studded and just like usually has like a leather mask on with shades or something over his face it was edgy and it was really awesome just you know seeing something like that for the first time and like not giving a fuck what other people think because you know it's nebraska it's not like a uh, like a you know it's not like sh- going to chicago or anywhere that's like I mean, yeah, Lord. we have a story of a guy walking into Jack in the Box here in Hollywood with a diaper yeah. on and a leather vest. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, it's just so you're gonna get a lot more conservative people in my area than it, it. So this is just a breath of fresh air, and um, it, that kind of led on to me just like listening to a lot of music that's kind of inspired that type of style of music, and uh, just kind of dabbling into it, and then. I moved to Colorado for a couple of years and actually during I was the t- my time in Colorado, I you know, there's a lot of events that kind of go by and I saw my first little pup pack walk by and they were all had their hoods on and uh, I was like, oh, these, these guys are cool. And um, I went in like, I think I may have looked it up on Google because I thought it was kind of like interesting, like pup mask or whatever. And I, very shortly after of the search, it, it went to a lot of like kink stuff. I'm like, oh, okay. And then, 
you know, and then uh, checked out Pornhub from it. And I'm like, okay, this is, uh, this is hot. Um, but I, then nothing really came from it. So it's just, uh, it's kind of like something that I was like, okay, these are, these are my first experiences. And uh, so it kind of planted a seed for your curiosity. De- yeah, definitely planted the seed for sure. And how long ago was that? Oh, uh, so I would say six years ago, okay. six years around there. And then um, for the pups, I would probably say three to four years ago. Okay. So it's always been there and it's kind of like, uh, marinating in your brain marinating (laughs) and it just uh kind of taking more more so (laughs) Uh, well you do have uh i do know you have a pup hood do you have multiple pup hoods yes i have a few um so i started off with one it's kind of starts off with like how i got into it uh i went and um wanted to spice things up with my partner and i uh and i realized that like almost regular sex was not cutting it for me anymore and I wanted to do something different and uh so we've got like I I ordered us some Spider-Man outfits (laughs) you know like full (laughs) full outfits and uh that was amazing that was great um we even did Power Rangers as well so we always tried out different superheroes and and then we tried something a little little easier to see through because you know you could see the mesh or the uh spandex or whatever it's kind of difficult but um so i was looking at masks and then i found a, a pub mask on amazon um it's one of the like i guess like very similar that you'll find on mr s or mm-hmm. one of the you know the nicer uh masks but um so I, I picked one up from them and uh it's because uh, i got one for myself and for my partner at the time and uh we you know we've engaged in sex a few times with it and i was just like I think the first time I've, we had sex with the mask on, I immediately was like, oh, this is something that I really like. And anytime that we try to do anything afterwards, like without it, I was just like not as engaged as I was before. Like, so let me ask you a little bit about your sexual exploration with that. Uh, when, yeah. when, you're, when you have the hood on, are you doing different things in sex or is it just the fact that you have the hood on and it's something that's kind of taboo that's turning you on? Uh, probably a mixture of both. I, it's interesting because I do like the look of it. Like the look of it is, is I find it really aesthetically like arousing, <laughs> but also like embodying the, like a dog is actually kind of, I don't know. I, it's, it's kind of a weird kind of a thing where I think that it's almost, almost human in us to act somewhat animalistic. And I find it like putting the hood on also when you have like a hood on it just like makes you feel more confident and uh, that's how i felt i i feel like really confident that i i could like it would be easier for me to bark with a hood on than to not have a hood on like if that makes any sense so like i just feel like i put you in a headspace yeah yeah exactly headspace um but it's yeah, I, I don't know where I was going with that, but yes. So, so <laughs> in in the bedroom, I mean, what, what are you guys like? Are you barking at each other? Are you are you oh. telling each other to sit? Or oh, so <laughs> yes, Rick, we're we're no longer together, but that was kind of the reason. Uh, one of the reasons is that uh, I felt ashamed a little bit that mm. I kind of wanted to do that more of you know barking and acting more like a dog, and uh, I know that my partner at the time was just like. Uh, and now I'm just doing this. I'm kind of doing, I mean, they're top, but you know, it's not doing it. I'm not doing money more like doing it for you, you know? So right. I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm, uh, 
actually visited some friends uh, recently that are other, you know, first pup act, actually first pups that I've met and acting like a full on dog is amazing. <laughs> wow. So yeah. did you guys have like a whole pup play session or something? Oh. Yeah, kind of. Um, yeah, I have a few friends that were in uh, the Pittsburgh area, and I, uh, and this is just like through just browsing Instagram and Twitter and um, talking to you know. I, I I'm very social on on the social accounts. Some of them, if you ever want to reach out and say hi, I, I tend to have a pretty good uh, respond rate. I've responded to pretty much anybody. Uh, but uh, yeah, I was, I was chatting with uh, one of my buddies that lives there and he has like a like a pup pack of like five or six other pups. And I, got, I learned to make friends with all the rest of them. And it kind of worked out where it's like, hey, you should come sometime. And I mean, it was actually this past October. So I was like, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll definitely do it. And we spend a Halloween weekend together. And it was just like, the best experience I've had. It was awesome. So was this a, a sexual experience or was this more of like a camaraderie experience for you? Uh, both. Um, it, it, it really quickly went sexual. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so we I'll... cannot move on unless you tell us the story. I mean, we need to take us with you to this puppy pen. I mean. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, um, I'll try to, I'll try to explain it. So, you know, doing solo trips to go out and meet meet other pups is a uh, way out of my comfort zone. And this, these are my first pups pups I've ever met and talked to in person. So I wasn't sure how to act and if they're gonna think I'm a phony or whatever. Because it was more of a personal thing for the you know I got my first pup hood at the end of last year, mm-hmm. and so it was more of a personal thing that I would do. And so I I just started you know putting pup content out in uh, in August and that's when I started to really talk to and kind of interact with other pups so um, I was kind of I was kind of nervous but you know as soon as I made it over there and uh, like we've you know they're like anybody else they just have you know some of them have like to hang on hang on to their like pup hoods and wear it as like a hat in a way and mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool I made sure that I was like not you know that I'm in it so I actually uh, when I because I, I flew and I went into the bathroom and I threw on my pup hood hood. And this was actually the first time I was out and about in public with a pup hood on. And so I'm walking through the, the, the terminal and I'm like going through uh, the basically point A to point B. And it's just like seeing people look at me and just like, I, I felt like this, it was the best time to do it because it was Halloween and right. people were like, Oh, he's just, you know, it's just a costume really. But uh, no, it was cool. Just like, you know, they, that was the first thing that they saw was me and my pup hood. And I think that was a good, like, I'm in it kind of a thing. And, and also just the show, you know, respect and stuff. But, uh, yeah, we, to make things quicker. Yeah. We went, we got to their, uh, I stayed at a pup couple and, um, they had a blow up mattress and that was the most intriguing part of it. It was just like, Oh, you kept something instead of a couch. That's great. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I'll sleep on the floor. It's fine. Um, just for the experience. But uh, no, we've, I mean, there was nothing really going on because, you know, COVID. So we just more so, you know, hung out over at their place and either do that or go to the parks or whatever. But we were, uh, I would say like 90% were in puppy mood the whole time. I don't think I had my, I had my hood on more than my hood off mm-hmm. my time there. And that was like over a course of four days and mainly just wearing a jog strap. So... 
<laughs> Wait, so you're walking around in public just wearing a jock strap and oh, a hood? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not more so indoors. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, well, we did, we did walk around uh, in some pub attire, but nothing too revealing. I see. You know, okay. So not. you guys, so you guys, uh, you had this experience. It must have been so freeing for you to finally explore this. I mean, it seems like you were kind of hiding it in the bedroom for a while. And now, oh, yeah, definitely. I was, um, yeah, I just, it was the first time of me really engaging in like puppy play and like, you know, playing with dog toys and like barking, like actual barking. Yeah, like not like the, the gentle little light wolves. I mean, those are, those are, even, those are considered barking, but like wolfing. And that was really great. I had a, one of my buddies, um, uh, I would, I mean, I think that he'd be fine with me saying his, his, at least his, his tag name, um, it's pub Mowgli. And, uh, he has the craziest bark. Like it's an actual, sounds like a dog. And I was like, <laughs> okay, this is the next thing I want to learn how to do is, uh, so, from from for hearing his bark till before I me leaving was just me trying to get a good like deep bark and uh, so as soon as I got back I had like the driest throat ever because it was just like <laughs> I just killed my my vocal cords just barking the whole time but um, no it, it, he definitely showed me the ropes of you know of a lot of pup stuff he's he's been in pup play for a really long time um, I would say like. I wouldn't say super long. I've, I've met people who have been in 10 plus years, but he's been three, but he's uh, the most doggy dog that I know. He he has popped my cherry so many times that trip um, of a lot of things that I've not experienced that I actually do like now. So I'm curious to know what, what pup play is like for you, because every time I talk to a pup, they tell me that they're into pup play for different reasons. And um, the first pup I talked to, pup Don Mike, he talks about it as if it's he goes into sort of like this hypnotic state where he becomes like this animal and he can't even hear anything else. Then I've talked to other puppies who are like, oh, I, I really like it because it puts me in a playful mood. And other people say, oh, it puts me into like this very sexual mood where I just like want to hump everything, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yeah. uh, w- what is the experience for you like when you're, you know, like you said at the that guy's house playing with toys and barking and where does it take you um very pretty fairly playful i just feel like i'm i just feel more ready to like kind of be more social i would say Mm -hmm. uh like i I tend to become way way more extroverted when i have the hood on i just have a surge of confidence and yeah i think that it just it doesn't take that much because it's kind of a mixture of playfulness and also arousal at the same time because it just like it doesn't take that long for me to pop a boner like <laughs> from just playing and not and it doesn't really necessarily have to be sexual it's almost like when you get a dog excited for any reason and they just start getting a red rocket you know so it's, a good day. <laughs> it's like the same exact thing i was like i understand why dogs do that now because <laughs> they're getting excited so yeah. that whole like i'm now a puppy like that turns you on yeah, I think that I think I've I've learned to like oh that's like actually something that's like I get I get it it's because if the the aesthetic of it is uh yeah, intrigued me but uh, learning to like you know embodying the the dog or the beast or however you want to say it um is actually really thrilling and like actually makes sex a lot better in my opinion. So do you see yourself in the future with the partner if they're not also a pup? 
Um, I'm open to it, but I think that like I just find anyone who's really down for pub play is a huge plus 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 for me. I see. Yeah. Okay. Well, it seems like you're you're quickly evolving in this experience. Where would you like to see pub play go for you from here on? Um, well, I really want to I've been making some great friends throughout the, you know, throughout the globe um from uh being on, you know, social media and as soon as, you know, COVID relaxes and uh it's safe to travel, um more it's uh it's going to be kind of like my my dream to go and venture out and go international touring around and meeting uh pups that i've known on instagram or social media in general and kind of uh get together and collab and uh hopefully um, it'll be around times when there's major events and gatherings again and that'll be also really exciting as well awesome so did you do you know about pup competitions have you heard of those yes i've, I've seen them around um i've uh i've yet to uh, kind of see an opportunity for me to do that but uh i do find it intriguing <laughs> i mean it would be something at least like you said to come and travel to we have a pretty big competition here the la pup competition um nice. where i'm sure you know you you guys would you you could meet a ton of pups um but yeah have you thought about running for something like that <laughs> um yeah i mean i thought it I and mean, i'm i'm i can be competitive but i don't know if i'm necessarily competitive in uh in like pup play as a kink i kind mm-hmm. of more so am a cheerleader <laughs> but uh i uh yeah i mean i think it's i think it's I'm, I'm open to it i feel like i uh need to build up some more experience to be worthy obviously but <laughs> Um, yeah no I I think it's intriguing at least to go to them they seem like a blast so I'm curious because you mentioned your your family is pretty chill I mean when you came out and everything how do you balance like your kink and sexual performance life and and your home life or your regular vanilla life yeah um well it's it's really convenient um I my job is fairly remote so I could work from anywhere so it's pretty nice to kind of and also I kind of could set my own hours which is really really nice so I could if I really want to I could go and like um, any day, any any time during the day, I could really, um, you know, make a video, um, set up a time for that, or do another photo shoot, or engage um, different times. Be a little bit more flexible time wise. It's been the only the only thing is that uh, I tend to want to just be in uh, making content more than doing what I'm doing for work. So it's kind of like a I need to stay motivated with regular work and have that other stuff as the uh, reward. <laughs> Do you see yourself like going full time with like OnlyFans and adult performing at some point in the future or um I'm open to it. You know, I think that it's a it's it's nice. It's it's less pressure having like it as a thing that I do on the side and I think it kind of almost makes it into like a um it changes the the dynamic of like this is not for, you know, for making money but more so just because you want to and you think it's going to be fun and you're going to enjoy it. Um, right. cause I think I get, I get more off by that than like in being like money driven. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. I just have to ask cause you have like the most defined abs on the internet right now. Um, <laughs> like what is your, like, what's your workout routine? Like, like what's your diet? Like what is, 
what's your deal like <laughs> what's my deal um well for starters i uh, go to the gym every day that's one thing that i do and honestly it's not that really intimidating my workouts um i just tend to spend about an hour at the gym or or in a workout so i tend to so like monday to friday i'll have it so that i'll alternate days of like i'll work on my lower half of the body so i'll do in like legs my calf muscles whatever i can do that works out those muscle groups and then the next day I'll be working on upper body. So my back and arms or whatever, whatever, whatever I could fit in a, um, within an hour or so. And I'll just kind of repeat it and try to make sure that I'm not neglecting any muscles so I could have like a balanced physique or physique that I, that I want. But you know, if something gets boring, I can always try out a different workout or so, but, um, it's pretty laid back. It's just, uh, um, being consistent is the big thing. So when you say every day, do you mean like Monday through Friday or you're talking Sunday through Saturday? Um, Sunday to Saturday. Okay, so yeah. you don't skip a day. I don't, I don't take – so my off days, I'll just go on the elliptical and I'll be on there for like 45 minutes while on Twitter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and what, what's, the, what's the eating habits like? Oh, um, I do try to stick to – there's, there's many different types of – materials out there that you you know dishes to make i just try to from what i've read i think it's just like really good to hydrate that's one thing that i always fall behind is hydrating enough that's really important um that uh trying to not overindulge i pretty much or get get rid of foods that make me overindulge like sugar like cookies any of those stuff ice cream like i can't i just can't have it in my apartment i just i can't because i knew that i would just finish it all um yeah so i just try to cut out sugar entirely if i'm having like a bubbly drink or like a soda kind of drink i'll just have like a seltzer water like a Lacroix or bubbly and that does it for me um yeah it's just that and just trying to you know, not eat until you're full. I think that was one thing for me is like, I always would eat until I'm like, okay, I'm starting to feel full now while I'm still eating. It's like, um, you should wait. Like, it's almost kind of like how you have, like, you take a shot and you don't feel it immediately. Um, but you, you start to feel it like maybe five minutes or so afterwards. Cause your body's like, it's taking in whatever nutrients is from it, which is just alcohol. But so if for food, you're like, you're not really hungry until, like your brain is counteracting the food that you're eating and it's telling you like you're full or getting really full. Um, but it takes time for that. So like give your brain time to figure it out. Yeah. Cause (laughs) you know, like you have, you know, like food eating competitions and stuff and they're just shoveling all this food inside of them really quickly. But like, if you were to do that really slowly, it'd be a lot harder. Right. Right. But, okay. Yeah. So just, don't overindulge and yeah, don't, work out every yeah, day. Yeah. Just try to, you yeah. know, tr- stay away from, you know, sugary drinks because those are the ones that just bump up the calories that you don't necessarily need. But it's, it's hard. It's a, uh, it's, it's hard to stay shredded for sure. It's a, uh, um, it's just kind of a thing where you just said so that if you, if you want to overindulge, then 
try to have a really good workout session the next day. <laughs> I, say. I love how you were saying I stay away from sugar and cookies and I just like made Christmas cookies the other night. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's funny because if I were to make something kind of like cookies or something, I'll try to make it all healthy. I'll just like have like a substitute of, you know, I'll put peanut butter or instead of this or maybe I'll add coconut oil to that or protein powder to it to give it something beyond just like flour and sugar and yeah right so right (laughs) it's it's, i feel so guilty whenever i have like a donut or something it's because i just know that i'm like it's so good and so easy to slip into like i want to have another one and another one (laughs) yeah (laughs) i know and there's like 600 calories there's two bites (laughs) it's like it's not fair (laughs) Um, what are some other things that are, that are of your interest? What, what do, what should people know about you besides the sex work and the kinky? Oh, I love doing everything. Um, I just, I'm really big on trying to experience the most out of life. So I'm just like, I'm always trying to do things that are like, seem fun and exciting. I love extreme sports. So I, I've, I have my fair share of um, skateboarding. I still do today. Um, I when I was in college, I was uh, in track and I did uh, the decathlon, and uh, so I was always kind of well-rounded with just trying different things. Um, pole vaulting was really fun, um, but uh, yeah, that. So I make music as well. So um, I've been so I've been in a few bands. Um, I primarily play drums, but I play guitar sometimes. But you know, I just I like dabbling in a little bit of everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, over time, I'll be sharing a little bit more and more of that in my on my my content feed, my content feeds and stuff like that. So just stay tuned for that type of stuff until I'm less shy. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to ask you, um, do you have a hottest sex story or a kink story? <laughs> yes. Uh, so um, there was this one time that I was, um, and for me, like I've, I haven't had um, any type of experience with other pups. So it first started off as me and my other buddy pup. He was like, hey, do you want to, can I top you? And I'm like, Sure why not? And, uh, yeah, it was just kind of, uh, you know, first started off as that. And we had three other pups in the room and there, I think we were just having like a movie night. Um, and we're, yeah, we're in the living room and just one of them was just like, can I top you? I was like, sure. Like right now? I was like, yeah. So we started, uh, you know, he started topping me and it, and it was good. And then one of my other pup buddies came over and he's just like can you can you suck me and i was like yeah sure and it and i don't think that it was necessarily that's what he said but it was just like i was already in the headspace i already had my pup mask on i was like i was in like, for it but point, uh, like so give me all the dicks yeah like. <laughs> so while well, i'm sucking a dick so that's now it's three people and then we have uh the two others both came at the same time and we're just going one per nipple and we're just like going to town on on them and i'm not that much of a like i haven't really had that much like nipple play experiences but like my nipples were raw by the time i was back at home but um oh my god yeah <laughs> no but yeah it was it's in, in a crazy experience being railed while sucking a long dick and having two pubs gnawing on your nipples <laughs> so you had a five some yeah, five some. I haven't even had a third, a threesome before. So 
that was just like three cherries popped in the three in one go. <laughs> yeah, that was probably my biggest load too. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a that was a fulfilled a fantasy. It was a it was a it was a puppy fantasy of mine that was fulfilled and um, hit the ceiling. Nice, nice. That's hot. <laughs> um, so just you know, just to kind of wrap things up with the whole pup part uh, of our talk here tonight. What are some things that you think you've discovered about yourself since getting further and further into this pup world? This is a lot of great people who are in this type of kink, and just in, and also something I've I found, found amazing is because uh, I mean I'm fairly involved with just being in the in my communities of Instagram or Twitter. Like everybody's pretty social. Like a lot of you know pups talking to people who are in leather or rubber, and it's all like everybody's you know there for each other. And uh, I don't know. I just I just find that really cool, and I just I just think that uh, I. Actually, I'm just just too blank. Um, I get caught up sometimes. <laughs> no, I I appreciate what you're saying. I think what you're where you're going with it is just that discovering the fact that you can take it out of the bedroom and it becomes part of a community seems yeah. like it's something very yeah. special to you. Yeah, I just I feel like I'm not like the only one who finds this like like a lifestyle kind of a thing. And mm-hmm. I it's it's funny because it first started off as just like oh this is a way to kind of. Um, mask myself and to make myself a little bit more anonymous um especially if i'm doing uh like you know only fans or anything like that i uh but shortly really shortly just turned into like oh like this is like people just like to wear their hoods and i i like to wear mine all the time and it's just a uh the more i'm engaged with others and uh i just feel like i'm not the only one which is great so do you have any other kinks or fetishes besides pup play? Anything with a suit, anything with a mask, it's hot to me. <laughs> Is it, right. just a, hey, that's that's the easy easy thing to, for me. I did try out a few things like really specific like armpits or what would be another, like marking somebody like, you know, pee play. Uh, I'm still, I'm still. Wait, hold on. You're into pee that. play. You know, that's my favorite kink. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to do another, I may have to do a video. <laughs> <laughs> well, come, come to LA. We'll, we'll make a, a leather talk Xander Woods special. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, piss play is one of my favorites. And, uh, um, how did you discover that? Um, I, I knew it. I knew it existed, but I, when I was kind of going back to the story of my my time over in uh, Pennsylvania or Pittsburgh, that was one of the first things I've ever done was mark somebody, which is it. You know, like I'm shy, and I'm a, I'm a shy peer, so like it 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 took me a while to start going, but uh, you know, it was it's I mean it's a fun experience to mark somebody. I haven't been marked yet, or haven't been peed on before, besides myself, like. Mm on myself i guess but uh no it's it, it's fun and it's warm so i'm <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> it's warm i love yeah. i don't think i've ever heard it described like that um <laughs> <laughs> so i'm curious that it because i mean i i'm not a pup sometimes people think i'm a pup but i'm not but i like piss play just for the sheer like the rawness of it and for you, is piss play play into the the whole puppy 
attitude? Like I'm marking my territory or I'm going to lift my mm. leg and pee on a fire hydrant. Is it like part of that or is it a separate fetish for you? I think it might be a separate fetish for me. Um, okay. It's a... Uh, Something that I'll, I'll, I'll definitely participate in and definitely do it. It won't be necessarily my go-to, but um, I'm always down to, you know, be playful and engage with that. Now, have you, like, have you drank your own piss before? Um, not in a long time, <laughs> but, okay. uh, you know, I've, I've, I'm open to it. I think that, like, <laughs> if it came down to it and I was, like, with my hood and someone's already marking me and my face is already there, I'm going to be amped up to just take it all down. I see. Um, I think that you just, I just get a, a surge of confidence and, like, I get really turn into a huge horn dog. So it's just uh, I'll So it depends on where you are in the moment. moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Well, what are some things that maybe you want to try in the future? I haven't fisted before, which is something that may be interesting. At least, I don't know if I could handle a fist, but I'd love to give one. That'd be great. Um, but uh, no, I've been I've been working up my 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 toy sizes, so who mm. knows? I may be able to take a small hand, but uh, that's something that seems inevitable um to happen at some point i chose <laughs> i chose my uh my my pup hood without knowing that that was like the color of fisting yeah <laughs> that was funny because it is naturally like why am i getting so many people following me who are just like so into fisting yeah, i don't understand <laughs> and i <laughs> looked into him and i was like oh okay that's why like i don't see that many red pups i see more blue <laughs> but uh i mean it but most of the time i think that people don't really or other pups don't really follow that. They just choose the color that they like, which is, you know, it's totally fine, but I am definitely open to that. Uh, I know that uh, you have a, was it urethral sounding? Yeah, urethral sounding. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm open to that. Um, that's something that I've I've seen uh, a few times from like some of my fellow pups. So, like they have, they put up videos on Twitter of just like them doing that while like, you know, doing other things or they're, they're always finding ways to be creative. But, um, no, that, I think that's something that's, uh, something that I at least experience. I've always thought that was something that I, it had to be, it has to be something, something to it that makes it so like that you want to go back and do it again, you know? So it's right. uh, so yeah, those two are, um, <clears throat> I remember th those used to be my two of my limits and it's funny because now anytime I look at something and, and I'm like, Ooh, ooh, that looks um, like risky or whatever. I always yeah. know like in a few weeks, I'm going to be trying it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but yeah, the first time I did urethral sounding, I did it like in front of a mirror and I was like, what the fuck? Like what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, why am I doing this? <laughs> but yeah, it's an interesting feeling and uh, definitely something worth trying. Oh, I'll definitely will at some point. <laughs> I just have to get my rod. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make sure you are uh, sanitary with that. We actually have a special coming out uh, talking about sounding. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have actually asked me about it on social media. Like, oh, do you know about sounding? Like, can you tell me how to do it? And I'm like, well, hold on. We're, we're coming up with an episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> <have to> <laughs> it, it is risky, you know, uh, along yeah. with a lot of other things. But if you take the proper precautions and you're you're smart about it, you know. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, okay. So 
Let's talk about your sex work. Sure. First of all, how, how did you get into it in the first? Do you just wake up one day and thought, oh, I'm going to get on OnlyFans? Yeah, kind of, because I, I, there was no, okay. no uh, motivation for it besides just want to have fun. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and just like we're in a, in a time where it's kind of uncertain. And I've had so many experiences that like, you know, it, it's just, you know, it's just one of those things where you're, just, you're not guaranteed uh, a, a full life. Anything could really happen, honestly. It's just mm -hmm. how you, uh, if you're at the right place, you know, the wrong place at the wrong time or anything like that. So it's just, I want to make sure that I'm living life at the fullest. And it just kind of came, started off as kind of like an experiment just to see if uh, anybody would really uh, be interested with that type of thing um, or self-subscribing. Because I knew it was, it was kind of... Um, getting some popularity of uh, people posting their nudes or videos on for anyone to see and uh i was like sure i mean i'll go ahead and do it i'll be i'll definitely be wearing a mask i'm not going to show my face but if anyone's interested in seeing that i'll make sure to put on a show because that's you know it just makes things more fun <laughs> i mean you could have picked up any hobby so i mean you could have been a painting yeah. or croquet or <laughs> uh, yeah but i mean I, I i do that but it's not really that thrilling for me <laughs> and uh, this is like kind of a you know there's a little danger to it which makes it really like exciting and also like it's i don't know i, I think that I, i'm finding myself to be more like wanting to make sexual content since like being more of a pup and doing mm -hmm. that and um yeah I, I don't know i just would you consider yourself an exhibitionist like does it get you excited when you're creating more content because you know it's going to be out there for people to see um i would say kind of because we didn't make any content when i was over in uh pittsburgh and it was just like for the experience so I could, I could go both ways it could probably encourage me to blow a bigger load potentially but um when the cameras are rolling but it doesn't i don't really see it that way <laughs> i don't know <laughs> so i noticed most of the things that you do are solo videos yeah. is that by um intention um no i think it's just right now it's just uh it's easier for me just to you know make content with just myself right now yeah, I'm I'm kind of opening it up to trying to find more partners to play and make some great content. Um, I know that there's a, quite a few that want to, but they're from another country or from a way away from Nebraska to make it work. So, um, I, I mean, it's it's coming in the near future. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. All right. Oh, another thing that I have been doing, and I think that's kind of a way for me to try to get to normalize pub play or is a, you know, you go on a, you go on grinder and uh, I've been having my profile strictly a pub profile and uh, open the conversation of like, Hey, it's a, I'm Xander. That's my pub name. And I'm, um, I'm a pup. And if you are interested with, with what this is, I could definitely you know reach out to me and uh, I could talk to you. Maybe you could, uh, I can invite you over and you could try on a hood and, uh, make it like you know, something that they want to, you know, open to try out kind of thing. And I think that's so far has been working pretty well. And I, I just want to try to get as many pups out there in the U S as possible. Cause I feel like in anywhere besides here, I feel like it's, it's, it's more 
not underground yeah it's more underground over here it's not that really prominent so trying to see if i could i don't know how to how to say it breed more pups or is that how you say it? <laughs> I, I think that I, I i get what you're saying when i say when i hear breed more pups i think of you like coming and yeah in a bunch of pups <laughs> but I, I, so you essentially uh i guess bring more visibility yeah, to the community exactly. maybe more visibility for sure okay. um and just not to have it as like strictly like i see everything as like a spectrum kind of a thing and i think that you know i would say pub plays i find is a great gateway to exploring more other things mm-hmm. um so i just i think that there's a lot of people out there that bottle up those type of things like i've done and i think that it's kind of an opportunity for me to like hey you want to pup out or try something and you know trying to jockstrap for the first time kind of thing it's just like uh yeah and it's, it's fun to kind of like be a part of people's like first experiences with that but um yeah nice. yeah so xander is into popping cherries you guys so oh no it's fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh so what are what are some things that you're looking forward to doing um with your with your pornography in the future um I don't necessarily have uh, necessarily have goals. I really am trying to. Uh, what I've been recently working on is for maybe every other because I have I'm, I post a lot. I've been posting basically every day for the past four months, and um, what I'm trying to do a little bit more now would be kind of cool is to um, like if I were to set up a a really nice photo shoot. Um, I could do, you know, take some pictures, take some nudes and make that into a video itself from the same setting kind of thing. And it kind of like makes it into like, there's so many layers to this setting, you know, there's the me with clothes on, without clothes on. And like, it's kind of like when you, when you go on, you're looking at porn on anime, like anime porn, and it's always like the censored version, the uncensored version. And oh, there's the video cut of it. So I'm trying to... uh, (laughs) that's kind of has been a little bit inspiration so i've been dabbling in that a little bit more it's been a it's okay. been fun and it's been fun to also like i mean i don't know if, you, if you've ever been on someone's like only fans of how how it runs it's it's a there's just a lot of a lot of excited people on there that just wants to see your your content and it's like you know you could just put out a like a teaser and kind of like have people vote on certain things and it is it's i think you, you can make it really playful and really fun and the nice thing about it is like it's it's up to you whatever you want to kind of put out it's nothing like you have like a manager or someone's like calling the shots or whatever it's all entirely up to your comfortability which i've really liked about it because you know you think of like sex work and it's like oh like i'm just gonna get taken advantage of or anything like that and it's like it's kind of like on for only fans at least it's kind of up to you whatever you want to put out there um you know, it's, I mean, people are even putting out, you know, content that's not necessarily pornographic. They're just like showing their socks. <laughs> so, yeah, I've seen some of those before. Right. Actually, I'm like, wow, okay, good for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so I'm curious because it seems like you, um, 
I, I, I'm sure along with me and a lot of other people, we've watched America's Next Top Model, yes. where Tyra Banks is always like, you have to find your light and your angles and, yeah. <laughs> and all of this stuff. <laughs> have you found yourself like experimenting in the beginning with like your lighting and how to pose your body the right way to get like just the best shot yeah. and everything like that? Yes, I um I, I know like my, my, my favorite time to do photos, a lot of them, I, I like to use like a mixture of of natural light and LEDs. Yeah, I, I tend to, because I feel like I get some nice, nice lighting. I like the morning light and how it shines. It hits like the side of my apartment very nice. So I could be able to get some really nice, deep contrast and that could reflect off my body a lot better. And you can see more of the ripples and all that stuff. And it, um, it always turned out you know, fairly nice. Um, and I also have like certain poses that definitely like, make you look a lot more ripped <laughs> so um and uh, yeah i know it's just like a you know it's a kind of a trial trial and error kind of a thing so i i know you do it on your own right do you do it with like your your iphone or a camera or i what's your setup i only use my iphone <laughs> yeah. oh my god yeah, iphone 11 so okay. i'll be really good they should sponsor me i'd be like this is what you can do with your phone take it's a great pictures. phone uh because those pictures look really high quality. Um, so when you take these pictures, let's say you're doing a shoot to to post four photos today. How many photos are you actually taking? Not that many. I uh, okay. I would say I could probably get the pose that I want within like usually within ten shots. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't take a bunch of them. I don't have it. So it's like rapid fire. Um, I don't. I think that I I, get, I could get what I want like within those. And I think that um, besides that, I would just try to. Sometimes I can't really get certain things out where it's like there may be like a dent on the wall or something like that, or something <laughs> random in, in a place. That I could I could take that out fairly easily, but. Um, yeah, it doesn't take too much shots. So you figured out your angles and your lighting well enough at this point. Yeah, I, I figured it out. I've, I've been, exp well, I first started off with having the camera so that it's, I'm just using the face camera. Um, uh -huh. But, you know, the camera's not as, as good as the one in the back. So I've been experimenting with it on the other side. But I have, uh, if, you, if you look at my, a lot of my pictures, you can see that I have my watch on and uh, I have it synced to my phone. So I could uh, tap it and I'll, you know, it will uh, kind of start off the timer, but um, it also shows the screen of what the camera's seeing, so I could kind of line myself up a little better. And uh, that's what I was curious yeah. about because I'm like, how are you using the back camera if you can't see what's happening? Yeah. So you have your Apple Watch hooked up to it. Yeah, yeah, and and there's sometimes where I don't use it at all if I'm trying to like do like because uh, a lot of times when I do get some new new gear, I just like promote the company that i bought it from so i try to like take off anything that's like not on brand and like so i i would like set up maybe a marker on the ground where like i should stand right over here and hope for the best after when it gets to when it clicks one <laughs> so yeah <laughs> all right yeah cool <laughs> you know trial and error so you're actually getting sponsorships from uh companies loosely um kind of i've been i've i've, I've been um oh you you might get uh you might find this um interesting so i got a uh message from this one company um they do pet pads um mm. and they're um i think you can see it on my on my page it's uh they call it the uh yeah, 
pet pad or um, I think they called fucks or faux pads. I think it's, I may have been saying their name wrong, but what it is, it's like a pad that you put on the ground or on any surface. And it's like a pee pad basically, or a sex play pad of any sorts, but it just holds a lot of liquid. So inevitably, if you want to go and mark somebody or have a 10 people pee on you it's gonna soak it all up so <laughs> oh, interesting yeah i tried okay. it i was like dumping water i was like i'm kind of curious about it and and it actually does but i um yeah they reached out See, to that's me. how you need to promote the the pee pad is is to give us a water sports video <laughs> and that's the next one <laughs> it's gonna be a sprinkler in my in my bedroom <laughs> i uh yeah, um, so they uh, they just reached out to me and it's like, hey, we like your content and uh, we'll we'll send you out one of these um, if you uh, take some pictures uh, with it and like, yeah, sure. So like, I think that was the closest thing to a sponsorship. I mean, it's kind of starting to build up. They're starting to understand, like, know who I am, and uh, they'll throw me in like maybe like a random accessory or something extra with my next order or so. So it's kind of in the it's it's coming maybe, but. I just I try my best just to like hook anybody up. Like I have I got my pup hood recent well, my leather one. That's my latest one that I got. And uh yeah, the the guy who makes them, he's on Etsy and he doesn't have like he doesn't really have a following that I expected. Like he you know, he's just starting off and he needs I just feel like, you know, he needs my recognition, like supporter local, you know, craftsman and so I always like make it almost like as nice of a, of a picture as possible and tag them in it and stuff like that. It's uh, so it's just a, uh, I'm kind of nice, I guess. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to. And I feel I bad how shyly you're saying that. Maybe this post too much of an ad because I don't want to make it seem like it. I just like, you, people would ask in the comments, like, what is this? What is that? And like, like what's the jockstrap you're wearing or what's the hood you're wearing? And I'm like, uh, I could just tag everything underneath the caption. On, right. You know. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I'm curious to know, as someone who's been like kind of doing this on your own, do you, I mean, do you have any, um, I, I normally ask people kinks gone wrong and I've gotten some really interesting stories. I, I'm curious if any, any like funny kink related scenes have happened or maybe where you were doing a photo shoot with yourself that maybe didn't turn out quite the way you thought. Um, <laughs> I would say uh, I think more of the slip ups happen when I'm doing video, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like whether I'm doing video work for my OnlyFans. I've I've done a few times where I'm like close to finishing a close to finishing a video. I'm like almost a climax, and I'm like something will happen. And I'll like bonk my head on something, and I'm just be like, <laughs> I don't know if I want to have this in here. Let's start over again. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, so, so part of me, I think I, was, I should just you know say fuck it. I think it'd be great just to have like oh like he just made a fool of himself. I mean, there's this one actually video that I was doing a teaser for just with my uh, new gear that I got, and I had my tail in, and uh, I was trying to be all like intimidating sexy kind of and i was like you know did a wolf on the on the camera and why when i like did wolf or wiggled or wagged my, my tail fell out <laughs> and it made like a nice flop sound and it was you know this those type of things happen I mean, my tail yeah. flies off all the time and it's so funny it's, <laughs> like, i don't know how you keep those things in right exactly because <laughs> <laughs> like once you're one once it's in it's like and then you have lube and it just kind of wants to get out so it's like yeah i mean it's easy 
he's easier when you're on, on all fours, but like once you're standing up, it's just like it's bound to like you just have to clinch. That's all you have to do. Right. <laughs> Who has the biggest grip? You know. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a new workout for me. It's just you know weighted sphincter holds. <laughs> the 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 Kegel diet. There we go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, well, be- before we go, I mean, I definitely, you've mentioned barking a couple times now. Yeah. I mean, can we, can we hear oh, like a bark? Oh my God. <laughs> like, give us your best bark. My best bark. Oh man. I, I guess I have to, I could try to, this is, Take a this few is work, back. a work in progress <laughs> and this is going to be a snapshot of where I was at, at a point when I was barking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man um so i could do the regular uh rough kind of thing um but uh actually you know what would help really very much is i could probably put on my hood and that will actually make me feel more i have it right next to me so i'll put it on really yeah, quick put it on. And it, and it'll get a nice little muffle to it sound a little more like a dog rocking the leather the leather one okay so Getting full puppy mode now. So I do rough, 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 or Oh my god, Xander. Almost sounds like I'm uh, clearing out my throat. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds sexy. Um, but, uh, oh man, it's it's something that like you almost need to go and see a uh, a vocal trainer. You know, someone who knows how to do like screamo or like gargling kind of sounds because like mm-hmm. you, could, you have to really get it from the bottom of your uh, diaphragm or to really get a good bark so um yeah so i'm a work in progress as well <laughs> <laughs> sounds sexy well if you guys are in nebraska listening to this and you hear a bark it's you might be listening to Pub Xander. <laughs> <laughs> and don't be ashamed to bark. And if you're around other pups, like I have, I know some other pups who like don't like barking because they feel ashamed of their bark. And I'm like, that's just, that's like the cutest. And also like makes you want to like hug them because like, no, just bark and just like. Let it go. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and the best place, the best time to actually learn to like learn and really go for your barks and trying to you know experiment with them is the car you know you just driving in your car and you know how we all probably sing to our music when we're driving our cars or you know in transit and stuff so yeah if someone cuts you off give them a bark i love that i love that Uh, well, before we go, uh, what, what can we look forward to as far as more content from you and connecting with you? Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm pretty busy pup. I'm always coming out with content. I'm always, um, I'm just been, um, bouncing between Instagram, Twitter, and basically only, only fans. I mean, I, I do Reddit as well. It's, uh, it's just a lot of platforms to manage, but, uh, cause I don't have any, I have some some friends who manage especially when they do only fan stuff they might have somebody who manages their their profiles because they could afford it or whatever but yeah i've been doing it all myself so it's just kind of like uh yeah <laughs> so what are your tags for instagram only fans oh, twitter so you can find me on any platform just xander woods all together um so that's going to be my username for OnlyFans, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit. It's all underneath that. So pretty easy to find. 
And you're pretty good about sending like custom videos on OnlyFans, yeah, right? Yeah, just, you know, hit me up if you have anything in particular. Um, yeah, you just, you know, if you, if you like something specific, I could, you know, we could discuss it and um, I could make a, make a video that night for you and um, something for you to enjoy. Awesome, awesome. Well, before we go, do you have any last words you'd like to uh, say to our audience before we wrap up? Um, well, when this airs, uh, I want to, you know, open it up to anybody who's interested with my OnlyFans. Uh, I'll be having a uh, promotion going on. Um, so definitely hit it up. Um, you get a nice discount for, you know, checking out uh, my, my page. And uh, if you want to, uh, you could hit me up and just um, type in Leather Talk or bring that up um, in, the, in my DM. And I'll send you a personalized uh, leather puppy video for you. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys. So if you want to go and find uh, Pup Xander on uh, OnlyFans, uh, don't forget to mention Leather Talk and take advantage of that promo. Yeah. yeah. Um, Anything else? Well, I would just say just anybody who's listening who's either, you know, maybe they are ready or into leather or anything else, and maybe they haven't dabbled in pup play, uh, you know, just order a hood and try it out. Um, I'm really big on trying to get converting people to try out new things in their, you know, their fetishes or anything like that. I think it's just such a freeing experience once you've done something that you've always wanted to do for the first time. I'm just really rewarding to, you know, have, you know, be a part of people's first experiences. And like, it's just, it makes me so happy. So um, definitely just, you know, if you have any questions or anything, you could, you could hit me up on Instagram or Twitter if you want to chat about anything or you know, just goof off or whatever. But um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm here for, for any of you guys. Um, yeah, community. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again, Xander Woods, for coming on the show and sharing your story and just giving us an opportunity to get to know you more. It was wonderful having you. Oh, my pleasure. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. And again, for those of you who use OnlyFans, I will have Xander's tag name listed in the description below. Don't forget to mention Leather Talk to take advantage of that promotion. And as this episode is coming out, I know that the vaccine for COVID-19 is finally underway here in the States, but please stay safe, everyone. If you or anyone you know is in need of assistance during this time, please feel free to reach out to the very many outreach programs we have available to us here in the Los Angeles area. The LA Leather COVID-19 Assist, Boulevard Pantry, and LALC Cares are all ways that you can get assistance during these trying times of COVID-19. I will, of course, have links in the description below. As always, you can find me on Instagram and Patreon as Leather Talk Mr. Bullet and Twitter as Brandon Bullet LA. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay kinky.